All right, Rabbi say good morning, good morning, good morning. So what a schus it is, Baruch Hashem, to be able to learn the daf together from the holy city of Tzfas after Baruch Hashem. It's incredible. It feels like we've been here a long time considering the number of things that we've done. Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Akiva, Dramchal, Baal Shem Tev Shul, Mikva, Arizal. And now Baruch Hashem, we get to wake up in this beautifully holy city and now begin to learn Nachlish Baruch Hu's Torah together. Such a dramatic way. So both sides, we also have the great schus today to begin Perak Tes Zayin. I'm sorry, Perak Sheni, the second Perak of... No, sorry, let's try that again. The third Perak of Mesechaz Nazar. Sorry, okay, a little bit, a little bit off with my timing. Daf Tes Zayin. Daf Tes Zayin. Daf Tes Zayin. So both sides, let's begin the Mishnah. Really, just what a schus it is to be able to learn Torahs Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. It's like the perfect convergence of multiple universes of Kedusha. Coming together. Let's begin. Misha Harini Nazir. Person says, I'm going to be a Nazir. Megaleach Yom Shloshim Ve'echad. Ultimately, again. Is that, oh, that's, that's the thing. Okay. So, Misha Harini Nazir. Person who says, I'm a Nazir. Megaleach Yom Shloshim Ve'echad. So, both we'll remember again, a lot of these concepts that we're going to see in this new parak, we've actually seen referenced before. Now, I'm just also going to draw your attention. We're going to, we're going to go ahead and rely on the rush a lot today for the understanding of the Mishnah and the subsequent sugyo. So the rush is situated in the left-hand column of the daf. So a person says that I'm a nazir, megaleach yom shloshim v'achot. So both say, so in general, remember again, stam naziris is how long? Stam naziris is how long? 30 days. Now remember, we had a machlokes, right? Good. So we have a machlokes, which the rush is going to reference in just a moment, about the standard duration of a naziris. Is it 29 days or is it 30 days? Now obviously, again, at the conclusion of the naziris, is when one goes ahead and cuts their hair and engages in all of the concluding sacrificial and ritual rites as well. So the Mishnah, first the Mishnah tells us is, a person says, Harini Nazir, Stam Naziros, 30 days, and therefore again, he takes his haircut on day 31. Take a quick look at the rush. The rush says, It's right in the middle of the rush. So the first thing the rush tells us is the Mishnah is passing like Rav Masna, that Stam Naziris is 30 days, and therefore, haircut takes place on day number 31. Stam reading the rush still. Still, Stam Naziris Chav Tes Yom, so again, we'll discuss how Barpad himself reconciles with the Mishnah. We'll leave that on the side. But I will say that's halacha number one. Next, but however, the Mishnah says if he took his haircut on day 30, so now again, what's happening over here? We're passing Stam Naziros is Lamed Yom. Stam Naziros is 30 days. But now let's say we call him Ruvain. He took on an Ed Naziros. And now what happens? He goes ahead and takes his haircut on day 30. On day 30, what's the halacha? Yatsa. Now, why is he Yotze? Once again, I'm say, take a look at the rush. Vim gilach yom lamid yatsa. Lebar pado neche de midaraisa dina haki le galeach yom lamid. Now, I'm according to Rav Pado, who says that normally what? A stam nedinaziris is how long? 29 days. So that makes perfect sense. Finish out your nedinaziris 29 days. And on day number 30, you can go ahead and cut your hair. The child is according to Rav Masna. Ulu Rav Masna. Mefarish lael mishum demixas hayom kekulo. Now, I'm say, this is the perfect segment from the previous staff into this staff. Remember, again, we spent the whole last staff yesterday. Yesterday. 
Right, yeah. yeah. Yesterday's daf that we did on Monday, right? Yesterday's daf that we did on Monday. So remember again, we spent our sug, we spent our time focusing on the concept of mixing kakula, the idea that part of the day could count as the whole. Remember again, we developed that idea halachically and tashkafically to point out a concept that one day could potentially have a dual identity. So here's what's interesting. So the Mishnah says, if you went ahead and you shaved, you went and you took your haircut on day number 30, ultimately, again, it could work. But see, what's driving the, what's driving the rush is like this. How could it work to take a haircut on day number 30? After all, doesn't that mean that you haven't fully completed your neder naziros? But since we hold mixtishim kakulo, part of the day counts as the whole. Therefore, as long as you observed part of day 30 as your neder naziros, you're good to go. You're good to go. Good. So in Shloshim, so the Mishnah goes right. Harini Nazir Shloshim Yom. Now, if a person says, I am a Nazir for 30 days, then I will say, what is there between the first case of the Mishnah, second case of the Mishnah? First case of the Mishnah, what is the guy saying? What is he saying? Harini Nazir. Harini Nazir. So I will say, if you say Harini Nazir, now again, Stam Nedir Naziros is for how long? 30 days, okay? Now, in case number two, he's saying, Harini Nazir Shloshim Yom. I'm a Nazir for 30 days. In this case, the Mishnah said, Em Gilach Liyom Shloshim Lo Yatsa. If you shave on day number 30, you're not Yotzei. They both say, one second, so what's going on over here? In the first case, the Mishnah, we said that what? If a person says, Harini Nazir, so Nazirus is 30 days in an ideal world, then when do you take your haircut? When do you take your haircut? Day 31. If you took your haircut on day 30, what's the halacha? You're Yotze. In case number two, I'm a Nazir for 30 days. If you take your haircut on day number 30, then what? You're not Yotze. So what's the distinction? So we'll see in the Gemara, but the Mishnah already, again, the, the Russian already references this. When you see a rainy Nazir, Shloshim Yom, what's implicit in your statement? Shloshim Yomim Shleimim. You are, you are accepting a Nazir for 30 complete days. It's implicit. Otherwise, as we'll say, why? See, we'll say, the mission is operating with, with a basic premise, which is a person doesn't say things for no reason. Halavai, we should live up to that, right? That, that, that's an aspirational statement, right? A person doesn't make a statement, a meaningless statement. So therefore, again, if I just want to become a Nazir for 30 days, all I need to do is what? Well, what do I need to say? Harini Nazir. If I'm saying Harini Nazir Shloshim Yom, that must mean that I'm coming to add on something additional. What am I coming to add on? That as opposed to a regular Nazirus, where there's a Mixus Yom Kekulo concept on day number 30, I'm taking on Nazirus for 30 complete days. For 30 complete days. And therefore, Allah if I take a haircut on day number 30, you can't do that because I'm still in the midst of my Nadir Nazirus. Beautiful. Let's go right there. Me. I'm sorry. It's not in the zeros. If we already said it, it's cool. Once you say Harim Nazir, anything else after that? Oh, good. Hope. Excellent, excellent. Hold on to that. Hold on. See, Harry, see what happens when you, right? When, right, when that, right? Is that, not, no, I'm telling you, we're just talking about this. There's such a, there's such a different dynamic in that also. Like we do it normally, like first thing in the morning, it's early, it's 5.45. Here, you know, again, after all the sleep everyone got last night, Baruch Hashem, everyone's well rested. Again, different energy. Beautiful, beautiful. We'll say, I just also want to point out, remember, it's only our first full day in the Yachikalo. But, but part of what we're going to going to do is learning is not just going to be like the daf sharm in the morning. When you go to breakfast, we have more opportunity to talk about the daf. We have a whole packet that Amir Hashem we're going to learn. So it's going to be beautiful. Good. So let's go back there. Is that a setup? What? Was that a setup? 
that set up? It was a shingle setup. I was kind of, I was kind of late. I was, I was kind of breaking that out slowly, slowly. <laughs> yeah, Charlie picked up on that. Yes, <laughs> there's going to be more learning. Yes, we'll say Mishnah, Mishnah, Mishnah. Nazir Shtein Nizirus. We'll say what happens if a person took on two Nidre Nizirus. So what's that? So we'll say. So remember again, Stam Nizirus is going to be thirty days. So at this point, he's taking on now sixty days of the zero. So Mishnah Nazir Shtein Nizirus. Again, it's just an extension of the previous part of the Mishnah. I take on Harini Nazir, I take on two, two durations on Nazir. So I will say, how long am I in Nazir for? 60 days. But remember, in this case over here, I will say, I'm not taking on one Nedir Nazirus of 60 days. I've taken on two consecutive terms of Nazirus. So I observe the first 30, and then what? Do my hair cutting when? Day number 31. And then I go and I observe the second Nedir Nazirus and take my hair cut when? Day number 61. Beautiful. Beautiful. But I will say, now again, it's just an extension of the first part of the Mishnah. If I take my haircut for my first Nedar Nezirus on day number 30. Now, why am I allowed to, once again, I will say Chazara. Why am I allowed to take my haircut on day 30? Why? Mixes Yom Kikulo. Right? Because remember again, there's a case of Harini Nazir. Not a case of Harini Nazir Shloshim Yom. So if I take my haircut on day number 30, so ultimately, so we'll say, that's fine. That's fine. But then what that means is, the second term, so we'll say, the Chap over here in this case is, the, sec- the first term and the second terms are mirrors of each other. So therefore, if I'm going to, if I took my haircut on day number 30, which is fine, Mixes Yom Kikulo, I'm also going to, I'll take my haircut for the second term when? Day number 60. Day number 60, they have to mirror each other. However, Nebosin, I watch this. Nebosin, here's what's interesting. What happens if you end up going ahead and taking your haircut on day 59? Right? Ultimately, again, you are Yotze. You are Yotze. You are Yotze. So I'll say, see, the Gemara says, which we'll take, oh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see in the Gemara why this is. Um, fine. We'll see why this is. Good. Well, we don't have to do all the rush right now. Listen to this. When I will say, by the way, I'll, um, I'll point out over here, I will say Rapapis. Rapapis was a contemporary of Rabbi Akiva. Contemporary Rabbi Akiva. So if you notice, by the way, I will say, if you notice in the inscription, I will say, this is the beauty of learning Torah and Yisrael, that here, here, right when we learn Torah in America, so it's beautiful, it's magnificent, it's incredible, but sometimes it's just a bit more esoteric and removed. Here, so many of the personalities that we discuss lived here, dwelt here. So remember again, in the inscription at Rabbi Akiva's kever, the, the one to the left, it told the story of Rabbi Akiva's capture by the Romans and ultimately his death. The first part of the story was Rabbi Akiva was incarcerated with Papis, with Rapapis. They were incarcerated at the same time, right? It's, it's an incredible, incredible thing. So Rapapis, also, I'm just pointing out, like these, like, so the Gemara says as follows. So, Rapapis, so the Gemara says, Hey, Rabbi Papis, Amisha Nazar Shtein Nazirus, Shem Gilach Es Harishona Yom Shloshim, Megalech Es Ashnia Yom Shishim. 
Shabbos says, listen to this. So this Eidos, this Eidos, Rapapas went ahead and he was made, that if a person went ahead and took on two consecutive Nidre Nizirus, if you went ahead and took your haircut for the first one on day 30, which you're going to both say, works why? Works why? Because you can go ahead and take... You can go ahead and take the second haircut on day 60. But if you went ahead and you took the second haircut on day 60 minus one day, so yatsa. We'll say it works. Now, how would that work? Now, we'll say, let's play this out. So now, remember, normally, normally, normally remember, we'll say in, in a perfect world, if you're taking on two consecutive nidre zeros, right? How long is the first one? 30 days. When do you take your haircut? 31, excellent. How long is the second Nedinazirus? 30 days when they take a haircut? 61. Okay, so that, that's, that's the ideal. We now understand that what can you do technically? It should be 62. 62, 62, right? We'll see. The truth is, we're, right, yeah. we're going to get that, good. So let's listen to this. Now, we understand also, if you end up doing it 30, right? Good. It's not, it's not calendrical days. What it's talking about is how you go ahead and you, two, you view the two zeros by themselves. As we're looking at it as, as two units of 30. So you're taking it, so that you do it, you observe 30 days and then go ahead and go ahead and haircut 31. You observe the second set of 30, 30 days and take it on 61, which if you're counting the days actually together, it'd be 62. But now I understand, if I do it on 30 and 60, does that work? Does that work? Why? Why? Makes you some kakulo. Now, Papas is introducing us to the idea that if on the second Eden Zeros, you take your haircut on day 59, it works. Now, say, how would that work? Here we go. Listen to this. say, watch this. Day 30, day 30 works both ways. Day 30 could be, say, this again, see, everything comes back to Miktus and say, like we said on Monday, anyone remember Monday? feels like about four and a half weeks ago, right? But if you remember again on Monday, this Holy Sermon Kikulo teaches me that one day could have a dual identity. One day could have a dual identity. So therefore, day 30 could actually count as the end of the first Nedinizirus. And what? The last day of the first one and first day of the second one. So therefore, technically speaking, by the time you get to day 59 of the second Nedinizirus, technically, technically... You can take your haircut. Incredible. So the Gemara goes right there. Misha Harini Nazir. So listen to this. Misha Harini Nazir. Person went ahead and said, I'm, I'm a Nazir. Now both say again, stand the zeros. How long? How long? 30 days. 30 days. We'll say, but remember again, now what happens? In this case, Nitma Yom Shloshim. What happens if he becomes Tame on day number 30? <sighs> Tough break, right? Right? Becomes the, right? Day number 30. So what's the halacha? So so stress I call. Like David said, you lose everything. You lose everything. Now, both side. Now, I, I want to point out over here. See, what's the chiddush in that? What's the chiddush in that? The chiddush, right, is oh, like David just said. Remember, I would have thought that I, there's there's a workaround around this. If you're getting tummy on day number thirty, if you'll meet Sassim Kukulo, effectively, I could tell you that's what I've finished in the Zeros. But again, so we're going to discuss all of this in the Gemara. But Allah say you go out and you become tummy on day number thirty. You lost everything. You lost everything. 
So the Gemara says, Rabbi Eliezer says, Rabbi Eliezer says as follows, we'll say, just take a quick look at the rush for just a moment. It's actually not so far if you go right across from the Mishnah into the rush. So the rush is over here, Nitma Yom Lamid, so listen to this. Rabbi Eliezer says, no. Rabbi Eliezer says, ain't no soser, ela shiva. Rabbi Eliezer says that, Allah, you don't lose the whole Nehadin We've actually seen this reference before. You don't you lose the whole Nehadin Instead, what are you losing? What are you losing? You're only losing seven days. Seven days. I'm say, take a look at the rush. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, ain't no soser, ela zayin, delo gazar, ulurav masna, mishum, desavra, mixtisum kula. So I'll say, here it is. Here it is. So Rabbi Eliezer holds like this. Rabbi Eliezer holds, look, Mixtasum Kekulo says that once you've observed part of day 30, then what? Then what? You're finished. You're done. So I'll say, so where does seven come from? What does seven relate to? What is that? Tumah. So seven represents the amount of time that you need in order to extricate yourself from Tumah. So again, so is incredible. So Rabbi will say, Mesisim Kekulo tells you that if you became Tommy on day number 30, you're good. You're good. You've observed your full Nehadir but you have to go ahead and observe another seven days corresponding ultimately to the to the Yom of Tumah. So we'll say, now again, remember, we'll say this Mishnah is beautifully set up. Compliments to the author. Right? So we'll say, Rabbi Udanasi, Rabbi Udanasi, right? Who's Kever is right here. Oh, where is Rabbi Udanasi buried? He's in Tzvaz? Tzveria. Tzipori. Tzipori. All right, next. Yachay Kala. So many Kvarim, so little time. Right? So I'll say, so... We passed it. We passed it. Yeah. So I'll say, listen to this. So this, but again, in all seriousness, you, you come across Mishnayis, you come across Mishnayis that are just so, so beautifully arranged. So listen to this. So Rabbi, so now I'll say, what's the next case? I'm a Nazar for 30 days. I'll say, let's go back to the beginning of Mishnah. When you say you're a Nazar for 30 days, I'll say, what does that statement mean? What does it mean? Full 30 days. Meaning what? Meaning what? No mitzas hayom kikulo. So now, if you say you're in Azar 30 days, ultimately, again, if you become tummy on day number 30, you lose everything. Now, that sounds like you lose, you lose everything, even according to who? Even according to who? Even according to Rabbi Yezer. Right? Even according to Rabbi Yezer, who said that beforehand, you only have to observe seven days because of Mixus Kikulo. If you say Harini Nazar Shloshim Yom, you don't get Mixus Yom Kikulo. Incredible. Next, Harini Nazar Meir Yom. Person says, I'm a Nazir for a hundred days. Nitma Yom Meya, you become Tommy on the hundredth day. So sir Esakol. You lose everything. You lose everything. So say so again, that's the Tanakama. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, no. Now Bos Rabbi Eliezer says, Mixis Yom Kekulo. So because you're becoming Tommy on the hundredth day, therefore Halacha Lamaisa, you're fine. You're fine. Mixis Kekulo, you have it locked in. However, Eno Soser Eloshloshim. Rather again, you only go ahead and be tame 30 days. Now, I will say, the Rush points out we actually already learned this halacha before, because Rabbi Eliezer holds that halacha lamaisa when you become tame biyom melos, on the day in which you conclude your neder naziros, the most you could lose for a prolonged or protracted neder naziros is 30 days. Is 30 days. Therefore, on a 100-day Nedin Eziros, the most you're going to have to make up is 30 days. Incredible. So, Now, this is interesting. What happens if you became Tameh on the 101st day? 
on the 101st day, then what's the halacha? So sir shloshim yom. So I listen to this. So the Tanakhama says, we're going to, well, we'll define all of these cases, but Pepashos, what this means is, I became Tommy after the Neder Nazirus was over, but before the corresponding sacrificial rites and haircut was able to be performed. So in this case, even the Tanakhama says, listen, you finished your Neder Nazirus. So because you finished your Neder Nazirus, that's kind of locked in, but because you haven't performed, therefore you can't lose it in totality, but what you will have to go ahead and repeat is a 30-day duration. And in this case, Rabbi Eliezer says, no, the most you're going to lose in this case is what? Seven days. Seven days. Beautiful. I will say, our first Mishnah in Eretz Yisrael. First Mishnah in Eretz Yisrael. L'chaim, l'chaim. Even I'm a whole little too early, a little too early. It's, it's, not, it's not five o'clock anywhere. Right? Five o'clock anywhere. So we're going we're gonna to stick with coffee. Black coffee is perfect right now. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Let's go back there. Mishama Harini Nazir. So I say, a person says, I'm a Nazir. So remember again, let's just re- reinforce these concepts. A person says, Harini Nazir. How long is he a Nazir for? How long is he a Nazir for? 30 days. Now, say, when you see a Harini Nazir, according to the Tanakam and the Mishnah, what halachic principle do you have the ability to tap into? And that's a big thing. That means once you get to day 30 with an Arani Nazir Neder, ultimately what? Halacha Lamaisa, you've locked in your Neder Naziros at the beginning of day number 30. So Misham Arani Nazir, Vinit Mayom Shloshim, and now you became, became Tame on day number 30. So stress that call. You lose everything. You lose everything. Okay. So the Gemara says, Eno Soser Ela Shiva. Ultimately, again, you only lose seven days. You only lose seven days. Now, I will say, by the way, before you turn the page, it's actually interesting. So, Rabbi Leah says, why do you lose seven days? So, I will say, according to Rashi, according to Rashi, according to Rashi, the idea over here is, the idea over here is that, why seven days? Because ultimately, again, we want you to be able to bring your carbon in a state of ritual purity. In other words, I will say, I just want to point out, Obviously, you can't bring your carbon while you are tummy. So everyone's agreeing you're going to have to undergo the seven-day ritual purification process for your tumah. What Rabbi Eliezer is adding in over here is we're going to tack on another seven days to your naziros so that ultimately, again, you're able to bring your carbon from a state of purity in your naziros as well. So the Gemara goes right to find You only lose seven days. Omer days. Rabbi Eliezer says, Rabbi Eliezer holds... Rabbi Eliezer holds, Kol Achar Malos Shiva Soser. Okay, so we'll say, here it is. Here it is. So Rabbi Eliezer holds like this. See, Rabbi Eliezer is holding, Mitzas Hayom Kekulo. That's what he's holding. So since we're saying Mitzas Hayom Kekulo, therefore what? Once you get to day 30, halachically it's like what? It's like what? You're done. You're done. So according to Rabbi Eliezer, what we're looking at over here is when a guy becomes Tame on day number 30, what we're effectively looking at is a guy who has become Tame after the conclusion of his neder nezirus. That's effectively what we're looking at over here. So let's say, any time you become tame after the conclusion of your neder nezirus, the most you lose out on is seven days. Seven days. Now, the truth is, that might not be true. In other words, we're going to see in a hundred day nezirus, it's more, but it means just an astam neder nezirus. Fine. So, I'm sorry? Why lose? Oh, so good. We're going to see. We're going to see his svara. The truth is, we, we actually already saw his svara. Um, 
Person says, I'm an Azir for 30 days. And that, so now remember again, this is a different case. In this case, he's explicitly articulating the duration of the Ned in Azirus. I am a Nazir now for 30 days. And now he becomes a Nazir on 30 days. So sir Asakol. Ultimately, again, he loses everything. Now, Bosei, according to Tanakama, why does he lose everything? Right? Why does he lose everything? Because again, he said, Shleimim. He said, Shleimim, right? 30 days. 30 days. So, yeah, in this case, Lo Palag Rebelazar. Rebelazar, why doesn't Rebelazar argue in this case? Rebelazar, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, why doesn't he argue? Da'amr Shleimim. Okay, so a little bit anticlimactic because the Rosh already told us this, right? But Lamaisa, what's the case? Rebelazar, when a person says, Harini Nazir Shloshim, what is he really saying? Harini, the articulation of the Nether is, Harini Nazir Shloshim Yom. Ultimately, again, once I am a Nazir for 30 complete days. Once he makes that articulation, then halacha lamaisa, again, the Nazirus goes on 30 complete days. Even according to Belazar, Eliezer, sorry, and even Belazar will say, therefore, halacha lamaisa, if you become Tame on day number 30, you go ahead and you lose the entire thing. Incredible. Harini Nazir Meayom. Next case, I will say, person says, I'm a Nazir for 100 days. Vinit Mayomea. And he becomes Tame on the 100th day. Soser Asakol. He loses everything. Rabbi Lezer, Omer Eino Soser Eloshloshim. Right? Rabbi Lezer says, you only go ahead and lose 30 days. The Gemara says, Vakula. The Gemara says, we already learned this discussion, and this entire Gemara was already the entire discussion between Barpada and Ramasna. Remember again, the Machlokas Barpada and Ramasna ultimately again was the Machlokas about whether or not the Stamna did in Zerus is 29 days versus 30 days. So the Gemara says, we don't have to rehash that entire discussion. So, both say, so just to, well, this is the end of this Sugya. So again, just to highlight what we're walking away with over here. So first of all, Reinforcing the idea that we pass like Rav Masna, namely, Stam Nedin Aziris is going to be for a duration of 30 days. Ideally, in an ideal world, you would for 30 days. When do you haircut? I'm using that as a verb. When do you haircut? Day 31. If you haircut, if you haircut on day 30, what's the halacha? It works. It works. Why? Mixisium kekulo. The only exception to that rule will be if you say Hareni Nazir Shloshim Yomim Shleimim. If you say that, then what? Then you are a Nazir for thirty for a complete thirty days, complete thirty days, and because of that halacha lemaisa, you can't haircut on day thirty in that case. Furthermore, again, even according to Beliezer, if you were to become tame on that day thirty, what would happen? Halacha lemaisa, what would happen? You lose everything. You lose everything in that because again, there you explicitly articulated thirty complete days. The haircut's like a shaving, right? Correct. And we're going to get into this. Remember, <clears throat> I will say, oh, that's, that's some. <laughs> good, good. Coffee is coffee. It's, it's, it's perfect. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, 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 it's perfect. No, no, it's perfect. Everything in Eretz Israel is perfect. Everything in Eretz Israel is perfect. So I'll say, so I'll just point out is, 
Remember, we've, we've been doing this long enough to also know that the way these sugis, like I always say, we have not learned about the haircut of the Nazir, or for that matter, again, the concluding carbonic rituals of the rituals, carbonic carbonasa of, of the Nazir. So again, remember, we're referencing all these things, but obviously we'll see it spelled out in the coming Gemara. So get, remember saying, new Mishnah. Why Here we go. Why do only say Shleiman by 30, not 100? Oh, so the Gemara says also, in the previous session, he also mentioned that it was Shleiman also by 100. Right? Not, right. No, not, in the, not over here. Not over here. So there's a whole discussion. Yeah, we'll see. We're going to come back to the case of 100. We're not finished with that yet as well. Says the Mishnah. Mishnah here. Vuhubay Sakvar. So we'll say, here we go. This is an interesting case. Here's the case. A guy, a guy is in the cemetery. He's in the cemetery. Right? It's okay. It's okay. Good. Good. It's good for the cover. Good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good. Right. He came out of the Mikvah Ari. So inspired. Ha'reni you. Uh-oh. Right? Ha'reni you. Right? People took on a lot of Kabbalahs last night. You know, so, so what happens? He went down the water. He, so say, so, brother, I'm just pointing out. It's like, right. so he, he, go, he comes out. So now, somebody took on a neder naziros, but he's in the cemetery. He's in the cemetery. So now, watch this. Even if he's in the cemetery 30 days. I'll say, some people like Kvarim, right? They like Kvarim. <laughs> See, he was, in the, he was in the cemetery for 30 days. So what's Talacha? Ultimately, again, those 30 days do not count towards his Neder Nazirus. They both say, now, the truth is, it's obvious that they don't count towards his Neder Nazirus. We'll see exactly what the Gemara is trying to, is trying to highlight. Here's the Chab. Ve'enu may be carbon tumor. So both say, that's really what's happening over here. In other words, what the Mishnah is teaching me is as follows. When a guy goes ahead and says, Hareini Nazir, and he's standing in the cemetery, essentially, we'll say, there are two ways to look at this, right? Possibility one is, he's a Nazir, and what else? And what else? He's instantaneously Tameh. So now he became a Nazir, and he also became Tameh, and therefore, Allah Chabansi has to begin, he has to bring a carbon Tumah. So first of all, he destroys the days observed, which is really irrelevant, Why? Because he hasn't observed anything. But the real chap would be, is that maybe he has to bring a carbon for tumah. What the Mishnah is essentially teaching me is that, no, when a person says, Hareini Nazir, and he's standing in a cemetery, essentially what it is, is a delayed acceptance. In other words, you've taken the vow, you've taken the neder, you've taken the neder, but Lamaisa, the neder doesn't really devolve upon you until when? Until, now I will say, it's not really even, right? It's not really even until you leave the cemetery. Because even once you leave the cemetery, your problems aren't over. Remember again, you leave the cemetery, you're tummy. You're tummy. So really it's going to be the Neder Nazirus really devolves upon you when? When you depart the cemetery, plus seven. Plus seven. That's the Imetara. So the idea that the Mishnah is teaching me over here is that you might have thought that when you become a Nazir in a cemetery, you are a Nazir immediately. You are a Nazir immediately. And therefore, again, perhaps you'd have to bring a carbon tumma immediately. Kamash Malan, no. Kamash Malan, the Neder Nazirus does not devolve upon you until you leave. I feel the Ayush. First, that's Lifna Iver. That's Lifna Iver to do such a thing like that. Yeah. No, no. For simple reason. I'll tell you why. Simple reason is because you, contrary to popular opinion, you don't have to drink. Right? In other words, you could put the cup down. Right? You cannot put... But, camelbacks. Camelbacks. Right? With the thing. Yeah. No. No. You could become a Nazarene even in a winery. Right? So, the Mishnah says as follows. Listen to this. 
So, so afilo yom shalom yom ain olov min aminyan ve ain maybe carbon tuma. Good. Yatsa finichnas. I will say now watch this. He made. So I will say here's the timeline. He went ahead and he took the ned and his zeros and then what? Then he left the cemetery and then he came back in. Yatsa finichnas. So we'll say ultimately again, now obviously the days that he observed outside of the cemetery ultimately count towards his Nedinaziros. And what's the halacha? Umevi carbon tumma. And I'll say now obviously in this case, now again, we'll discuss exactly what the novelties in these cases, but halacha lamaisa over here, now if he left the cemetery, that gives the opportunity for the Ned and Aziris to devolve upon him. And now when he goes back in again, the Tumah is there again. He loses whatever days he's observed. At Halacha Lamaisa, and Halacha Lamaisa, he's going to have to bring a carbon Tumah. Okay. Rebbe Lozer. So that's what we're going to see. We're going to see essentially what are the mechanics. This is going to be Machogis in the Gemara. When you take a neder nezirus in a cemetery, what is happening? Is it the pshat now that there's a binding neder nezirus, but there's just something preventing the neder nezirus from devolving upon you? And the moment you leave the cemetery, boom, the neder nezirus attaches itself to you, or that effectively you've done nothing. Taking a neder nezirus in a cemetery is, is, a, is an irrelevant statement. That's exactly what we're going to see in the Gemara. Rabbi Lazar Rabbi says, Lo bo bayom. Rabbi Lazar Omer, Lo bo bayom. Shene'emar. So Rabbi Lazar says it depends. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, sorry. Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar says that if you go out of the cemetery and come back in and come back in, you haven't lost anything and you also don't have to bring a carbon tumor. Why? Why not? Listen to this incredible Rabbi Lazar. Why? Shene'emar. Vayom harishonim yiplu. Rabbi Lazar says that the way the Pasuk reads when it comes to Tumah is as follows. That Allah if a person becomes Tummy, the Torah says, harishonim yiplu. The days you have observed, Yiplu, literally again will fall by the wayside. Rabbi Lazar is Medaik, Rabbi say, what does the Pasuk say? What does Yomim mean? What does Yomim mean? Plural, days. Days means you have to have at least two days of Nazirus under your belt for Tumah to destroy those days and obligate you to go ahead and bring a carbon. <coughs> Incredible. So Yimar says, I'll say, let's analyze. Itmar. And what this goes to be did yes, Shaila. Itmar, I'll say, here we go. Let's at least start this sugya. Start this sugya. Oh. Good. Itmar. So we'll say, let, let's now drill down into this. A person goes ahead and takes a Ned and he is in the cemetery and he's in the cemetery. So now what's Talachom? Rabbi Yochanan, um, Rabbi Yochanan says, Neziros chala alav. So what's Rabbi Yochanan's of the opinion that the nether is chal on you. The nether is chal, right? It devolves upon you. So in other words, what's, what's happening over here? What's happening? I'm in the cemetery. I say, Hanreni Nazir. What happens, Rabbi say, in that moment? What happens? Am I a Nazir? Am I a Nazir? Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. What's happening over here is like this. The Nazirus is chal. There is a nether that is upon me. There's a nether that's upon me. But, right, but the ability to observe the nether, right, the ability or the obligation to observe the nether is not yet there. I go out of because I can't. Uh, the, conversely, one second, one second, one second. Rabbi Shlomo, one second. Rabbi Shlakish, Rabbi Shlakish says, Ein Nazirus chal alav. Rabbi Shlakish says, no, the Nazirus is not chal. When you say Hareini Nazir in a cemetery, Rabbi what's the effect of that statement? It's meaningless. It's meaningless. 
Right? In other words, it just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't accomplish anything. So, say, so this is the fundamental machlokas. Rabbi Yochanan says, when you see a Harani Nazir in a cemetery, ultimately, again, the nether is chal. It's just that you can't execute on it, right? So the nether, the nether applies, right? Then I say, when we see chalifs, if somebody were to ask you, if somebody were to ask you, tell me, where are you holding in life? What can you answer? According to Rabbi Yochanan, what could you answer? I'm a Nazir. Just a non-practicing one, right? I'm a non-practicing, right? I'm a not yet observant Nazir. In other words, so, so, so Lamaisa, again, the nether is chal. The nether is chal. You just can't do anything with it. You'll see what the Nafka means. Country shlakish. You take a nether Nazirus in a cemetery, that's an irrelevant, inconsequential, meaningless statement. And I will say, where's the Nafka Here we go. Here we go. Rabbi Yochanan, here it is. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, when you become a Nazir in the cemetery, Ultimately, again, the Nazir says Chal, Savar, listen to this, Misla Talya. He holds, I will say, that when you become a Nazir, it's almost as if that Nether is like suspended. It's right, you took it upon yourself, but the application or the execution or the living of that Nether, Mitla Talya, literally, it's suspended over you. The Kaima, Kevan de Mishkechatara Chaila. Once you find yourself in a state of tara, a state of ritual purity, that will say what happens? Boom. The nether, the nether devolves upon you. Reish Lakish or Lakish says, Reish Lakish says, no. You see Irani Nazir in a cemetery. You see Irani Nazir in a cemetery. What's the effect of that statement? What's the effect? Zero. Now watch this. Now watch this. This is incredibly important. So now I come out of the cemetery. I go through my purification process. According to Reish Lakish, what's my status? What's my status? I'm a non-Nazir. And therefore, and therefore, And therefore, again, Lakish says, if you want to become a Nazir, what do you have to do? What do you have to do? You have to re-accept a Nader Nazirus upon you. So I will say, you hear what's happening over here? Hear what's happening over here? So I will say, so this, this is great. This, I say, even if we had to get back on the plane right now, First, getting some yeah. some additional coffee, right, with uh, with milk. Right, so, 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 so the vice said, listen to this. So, I'm standing in a cemetery. I see Harani Nazir. I see Harani Nazir. So what's happening? Rabbi Yochanan says, you're a Nazir. You're a Nazir. You just can't practice your Nazirus yet. But that, that nether is upon... In other words, you've made a binding nether. You've made a binding promise to be a Nazir. You just can't observe that nether because of circumstantial realities. But the moment your circumstances change and the ability to observe a nether Nazirus is there, you are a Nazir. Do you have to do anything else to accept that nether Nazirus upon yourself? Zero. Zero. All you need is your circumstances to change and ultimately, again, you're a Nazir. Reish Lakish says, what are you talking about? You cannot accept something upon yourself if you don't have the ability to act on it. So you go ahead and you see Harani Nazir. Harani Nazir in a cemetery? That's a meaningless statement. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Right? So we'll say, so that, that doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And therefore, again, once you become Tahar, if you want to be a Nazir, you want to be practicing Nazir, what do you have to do? What do you have to do? You have to, or you have to accept it upon yourself again. If your circumstances don't allow for the performance of the nether, then the verbal articulation of the nether is absolutely meaningless. So if you want to become a Nazir again, if you want to become a Nazir, if you want to be a Nazir after you are purified, you could do that, but you would have to make another Kabbalah. I'll just point out that even if you think about this machlokis hashkafically, it's so profound. I'll say, what, what, what are they arguing about? I'll say, listen to this. What are they arguing about? I'll say, so Rish Lakish is saying like this. 
Rishlakis is saying, if you say you're going to do something, bless you, you say you're going to do something, but you don't do anything, right? You accept, uh, 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 this is what I'm going to be, but you don't perform. What does Rishlakish say? What does Rishlakish say? Meaningless. Meaningless. An articulation, an articulation of self-actualization, an articulation, or an aspirational articulation is only meaningful if you do something about it. To say what you're going to do, talk about what you're going to do, plan what you're going to do, but you don't do, you don't deliver, talkless, you don't act, it's meaningless. It's absolutely nothing. And comes along Rabbi Yochanan, what does Rabbi Yochanan say? Chas v'shalom. Chas v'shalom. When a person talks about an aspiration, a, per, a person goes ahead and has an aspir- a, a, a moment of, 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 of articulating what they want to be, who they want to be, what they want to accomplish in life. Sometimes your circumstances do not allow for the actualization of your aspirations. Sometimes it happens. And say, you know how it works sometimes in life? Sometimes I'm just standing in the graveyard. Right? Sometimes I'm just standing in the cemetery. For whatever the reason... I can't get my act together. For whatever the reason, I just can't get my stuff together. For whatever the reason, I just can't move myself forward. But when I articulate that I want something bigger, better, and holier in life, Rabbi Yochanan says, that is absolutely unequivocally meaningful. Rish Lakish, don't say that. Don't say that just because you don't act. Because sometimes in life you can't. But I will say, this is an example, right? This is an example of a guy who's not acting why. Why isn't he becoming an Uzi the moment after his articulation? Why not? <laughs> Circumstances are preventing him from doing so. It's not that he's lazy. It's not that he doesn't want it. He can't do it right now. Rish Lakish says, I don't care. You give all the excuses in the world. If you don't deliver actionally statements all right, articulations of aspirations for greatness are meaningless if they're not followed up by action. Rabbi Yochanan says, Chas shalom. When a yid articulates that he wants to be great, a yid articulates that he wants to accomplish something, even if he can't deliver, even if he can't act, I will say, dreams of greatness are meaningful even if they're not immediately followed by action. Because at least if I'm dreaming about greatness, even if I'm not actionally delivering, at least my head is in the right place. And if my head is in the right place, then my body will catch up as well. So we'll say, we'll stop over here for today with this machlokas. So we're leaving off in the midst of this machlokas. We'll say, let's, we're going to now do a little bit of a little bit of a Sharim.